Hello, I'm Amira Morris, and welcome to my channel. I am a perspicacious marketplace innovator creator who shepherds shepherds and lead leaders. I provide kingdom life principles to help leaders live life well. I upload each week, so subscribe to stay connected and to be notified. Last week, we discussed the 10 qualities of spiritual leaders, and we learned that there are four main prerequisites given for the qualifications of a leader. We learned those qualifications had nothing to do with education, training, or the possession of a particular spiritual gift. Instead, compassion, encouragement, empathy, and service are qualities noted for spiritual leadership, which God approves. These traits have everything to do with who you are and what you do. We learn that leadership qualities are important factors because leaders set the standard and live lives as examples before the flock. This week's topic in our series on authentic leadership, we will dive deeper into what it means to be an example of good conduct. Let's begin. We all attend, we all tend to think about the church as a nice place to attend where for the most part we are, or we have nice experiences. We are welcomed when we arrive as first time visitors and those who attend regularly have similar experiences too. It's a place we have the courage to join in to sing and clap our hands, move our feet and experience a portion of blissful joy. We fellowship with nice people and hear messages from the word. Billy Graham said, we are the Bibles the world is reading. We are the creeds the world is needing. We are the sermons the world is heeding. James 1.22 tells us that if we hear God's word, but do not become doers of the word, we deceive ourselves. Hearing the Bible and knowing the Bible are two different things. We must be able to translate what we've read and learned in the Bible and time spent with God into a lifestyle of obedience. If not, we are simply deceiving ourselves. We could look at the Bible as a self-help copy or manual to live by. Its sole purpose is for our benefit and it offers us a script to follow, to learn from, and to obey. It was not written to satisfy our curiosity or a place to pin margin notes and color code charts and mind map prophecies or theology. It is an application-based learning tool to self-help and to translate each case study into genuine Christian conduct. My mentor, Miles Monroe said, we are a sum total of what we have learned from all who have taught us both great and small. We are exhorted to follow Paul's example in Philippians 4 9 by becoming doers of the word. Follow the example of all that we have imparted to you and the God of peace will be with you. In all things. 
We follow the example by studying his life in verse 8 for the most part, but we can't become an example without allowing God to deal with our thought life in verse 9. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are noble, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, things that are of a good report, if there is any virtue If there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Our conduct is simply outward if we don't become doers of the word. If our conduct is simply outward conformity to the expectations of man, it's not real and it cannot stand under the pressure, nor Is it able to be tested by fire? Our conduct must flow out of our thought life and spirit life and time spent with the, in the presence of God. Martin Lloyd Jones said the gospel is not something we add to our lives. It is rather something which should entirely dominate it. The Bible tells us to be examples or become a pattern to all believers and what we say in the way we live, in the way we love, how we exercise our faith, and show our purity by shining our light. Titus 2 and 7 tells us all things show yourself in all things. Be a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing integrity, reverence, and corruptibility. The Passion says it like this, above all, Set yourself apart as a model of a life nobly lived with dignity, demonstrates integrity, and in all that you teach. First Timothy 4 gives us six criteria of how to be an example of good conduct. In verse 12, we are exhorted to take heed to our ministry. This means we must steward our ministry which we have received from the Lord. Acts 5 tells us since we live by the Spirit, we must also follow the Spirit. Following the Spirit is the only way to become an example of good conduct. God doesn't choose leaders based on nepotism, natural talent, or ability. He doesn't factor in our age, socioeconomic background, or experience. Here, Paul tells Timothy, God chooses his leaders based on availability. Yes, God's leaders are chosen based on their willingness to walk in obedience to him. Verse 12 tells us that our lifestyle must align with being an example to others. Number one. We must be an example in word. Our speech, our conversation should always be characterized as a child of God and edifying to the hearer. This might be hard to do if we don't allow the Holy Spirit to take us through the process of sanctification after the salvation experience. So what is sanctification? According to Bible study tools, The generic meaning of sanctification is the state of proper functioning 
To sanctify someone or something is to set that person or thing apart for the use intended by its designer. A pen is sanctified when used to write. Eyeglasses are sanctified when used to improve sight. In the theological sense, things are sanctified when they are used for the purpose God intends. A human being is sanctified, therefore, when he or she lives according to God's design and purpose. The Greek word translates sanctification means holy. So to sanctify, therefore, means to make holy. Question. Am I living a sanctified or holy life unto God? Number two, we must be examples in conduct. This refers to our entire demeanor and behavior. It's the manner in which a person behaves, especially on a particular occasion or in a particular context. Titus 2 and 5 tells us to be a model of good works in our disposition and in our ways. Question. How do I act or do I react? Number three. We must be examples in love. Our love must be the motive for our conduct, as well as the spirit in which our love is carried out. Ephesians 5 tells us, be imitators of God as dear children and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us an offering to God for a sweet smelling aroma. Question. Are my actions motivated by love? Number four, we must be examples in spirit. We must always know what spirit we are of and allow Christ to change us if we have the wrong spirit. Unless one is born of the Holy Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. So you're wondering how to receive the Holy Spirit. Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of your sins and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Acts 2 38. We must walk in the Holy Spirit. If we live by the Spirit, let us also Walk by the spirit. It is the spirit who gives life. The flesh profits nothing. Question. Am I being led by the Holy Spirit or am I leading? Number five. We must be examples in the faith. Being steadfast in our faith never giving up and allowing our confidence in Christ to trust what he is doing, even when we don't understand. That's what faith is. Hebrews 11 and 1 tells us, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, 
the evidence of things not seen. In layman's terms, it is complete trust or confidence in Christ's word and his ability. Faith can only grow when it is tested by fire. This fire strengthens our resolve to hold on to the word in circumstances and never to let go, no matter what trials or tests we face. Faith is something that comes pretty natural to me. I have been put in situations throughout my life that others would probably crack under. Even today, I am literally walking on water and believing God for his supernatural provisions through COVID-19. I have learned that tested faith is good faith. I have learned to welcome the trials that come to test my faith. Trials are good because they come to show and tell me and the Lord where I am. The Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Question, am I talking about faith or walking by faith? Number six, we must be the example in purity. This refers to our acts and motives. Our purity must be primary in all that we do, say, act, and be in Christ. This allows our light to shine even brighter. So, really, what's, what is purity? It's a standard of living. You've heard the increasingly popular statement, my body, my choice. <laughs> well, that's not a, true according to 1 Corinthians 6.13. We have been bought with a price with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We are not our own. The acts of the flesh are obvious, adultery, fornication, uncleanliness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousy, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambition, dissension, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like of which I tell you beforehand just as I also told you in times past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. Galatians 5. The Apostle Paul speaks of profound self-harm when he writes, flee fornication, flee sexual immorality. I love the lifestyle of sexual immorality. It's been about two decades. God began to talk to me about coming away from the lifestyle and disengaging in the behavior because of what it does to the body and the emotions. In my own personal journey into celibacy, it was a struggle in the beginning and I made mistakes for a while until one day the light bulb came on. 
I gained a greater understanding of who I was in Christ and how sacred my body is as a temple where Christ dwells. And throughout this long process, I was promoted. I am now celebrating a life of abstinence and loving it. We as leaders must be the example first. We could look at the Bible as a self-help copy or manual to live by. Its sole purpose is for our benefit, and it offers us a script to follow, to learn from, and to obey. It was not written to satisfy our curiosity or a place to pen margin notes and color code charts and mind map prophecies or theology. It's an application-based learning tool to self-help and to translate each case study into genuine Christian conduct. As leaders, we must be an example of good conduct in word, in love, in spirit, in faith, and most of all, in purity. We are exhorted to follow Paul's example in Philippians 4 9 by becoming a doer of the word. First Timothy 4 tells us and gives us six criteria of how to be an example of good conduct that God approves. My question to you is, will you follow? This is what I love and this is what I do. I shepherd shepherds and lead leaders. I am a perspicacious marketplace innovator, creator, who provides kingdom life principles to help leaders live life well. Join me next week. We'll continue our discussion and series on authentic leadership and look further into this new leadership model. If the word I have spoken is a rhema word and it bears witness with your spirit, subscribe to stay connected and to be notified. Don't forget to sign up at a chance to win a kingdom coaching session with me. I pray your peace, harmony, wholeness, and prosperity. Shalom.